From Toronto, Canada, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrin. Hey, thanks for inviting me into your home, your long-haul truck, your cab, your diner, your camper, your cabin in the woods. And a special hello to all of you listening in on our flagship station, Zoomer Radio AM 740, also simulcasting in Toronto on FM 96.7. All of you picking up the Conspiracy Show on one of our affiliates, and that list is growing. All of you listening to the podcast. Hey, get this. I received a, a tweet uh, yesterday or the day before from a subscriber uh, to the podcast on TuneIn, the TuneIn app. And he says the Conspiracy Show now has 6.1 thousand subscribers. That's great. That's just on TuneIn. Uh, of course, the podcast is also available on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Uh, and a hearty how-do to all of you listening in on our new app, The Conspiracy Show, which, again, is a free download available at uh, Google Play and uh, iTunes. Uh, however and wherever you're listening, welcome. Come on in. You are among friends. Uh, very quickly, strangeplanet.tv, strangeplanet.ca. Both of those URLs are now operating. And uh, that's the landing page, strangeplanet.tv. TV, strangeplanet.ca. Uh, and then from there, you can go to the, uh, the radio page. Uh, there's a TV page. Speaking of the TV page, just in case you missed last week's announcement, The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett, the television program, season four, is debuting on Vision TV across Canada in October, in about a month. Brand new episodes on fluoride, GMOs, JFK, and more. Uh, and we are just working at breakneck speed to deliver these episodes. Uh, I'm not getting much sleep these days. I leave the studio, I go home a couple hours, and then back on the road we go. Uh, but we will deliver them, and you will see them in October. Across Canada, Vision TV, special thanks to uh, Moses Neimer for all his support and encouragement over the years. Uh, there's also uh, at strangeplanet.ca dot, uh, or strangeplanet.tv a live event page, which is under construction, but it'll soon be up. Uh, and I mentioned this before, I'll do it again. L.A. Marzuli, The Nephilim Prophecy. He's the author of uh, The Nephilim Prophecy and uh, The Watchers television series. Uh, is coming to Toronto Wednesday, November the 4th. The event is called As in the Days of Noah. It'll also feature Carl Gallup's Wednesday, November the 4th, Oise Auditorium. Please go to conspiracyculture.com uh, to order tickets or give them a call. Conspiracy Culture, 416-916-1696. Uh, a colleague of mine and a, and a dear friend, really, uh, recently, uh, this was a couple of weeks ago, he confided in me that he bought some antique chairs, brought them home, and I thought to myself, oh boy, I know where this is going. Anyway, no sooner did he get them in the uh, in the house this is up in Simcoe County. I'm not going to name him. Uh, but he started catching these fleeting glimpses of shadowy figures, he called them, out of the corners of his eyes. And I'm a bit of a smart aleck. I, the first thing I did was kid him. And I said, uh, you know, because this gentleman is getting up there in years, I said, are you sure it's not macular degeneration? Uh, and he, he probably told me what to do with that question. Uh, he was not impressed because you know, he's understandably rattled uh, by what's going on. He was dead serious. Uh, now, he didn't know, he hasn't heard the term. I had to tell him that this phenomenon is called, they're called shadow people. 
anyway, he says, well, whatever you call them, I see them. They're lurking about. And anyway, he told me tonight before the show that he got so fed up with this that he actually took these uh, chairs out to the barn, I think it was, or a shed or something on the property, and he threw a tarp over them, uh, and they will not be brought back into the house. And um, anyway, we'll see. He'll see if these shadow people uh, are still are, are still lurking around when he gets home tonight. And I know he's uh, listening. So this next hour is really for him. Uh, because the term shadow people was first coined by Heidi Hollis, who is described as a truth seeker of the unknown. I like that. Truth seeker of the unknown. She's the world's foremost expert on shadow people and the hat man phenomena, and actually gave them both their descriptive names in her books, The Secret War, a true story about a real alien war and shadow people, and her newest book, The Hat Man, the true story of evil encounters. Heidi Hollis, welcome to The Conspiracy Show. Good to have you here. Oh, I'm excited to talk to you. It's the first time. It's awesome. Well, it is the first time, and I don't know what uh, has taken me so long uh, to get you <laughs> on the program, but here we are. So, yeah. um, I mentioned my friend and, and, and uh, shadow people. Uh, does yeah. that sort of fit the M.O.? Someone brings something, some strange artifact into the house, and they gleam or glom onto it, and, and voila, you have an infestation. <laughs> um, that's actually not a common scenario that I hear. Uh, not not that it's directly linked always to a certain object um, that, that started the infestation. Um, it could be any number of things. Um, remodeling, kind of kind of like how a ghost uh, haunting begins sometimes. People start remodeling a home, and all of a sudden they start getting all of these odd things going on. Um, sometimes uh, a person that's suffering from depression, uh, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, uh, all sorts of negative things and negative mojo, these things will, will come about and uh, start wreaking havoc. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, well, first, I, I'd never heard before that remodeling you know, I guess you're talking about tearing tearing up the hardwood, moving yeah. walls, tearing down walls, that that could cause paranormal activity. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's going on there? Well, how, what's the connection, do you suppose? You know, when it comes to that, it, a lot of people seem to attribute it to, uh, you know, a ghost that's unhappy with what you're doing with their former home or something like that. And I tend to find that where there's a, a ghostly haunting, that there's generally... Uh, a black shadowy mass that's also witnessed around a ghostly haunting. So um, if you get one, you seem to get the other. And the uh, the drug addiction or depression, now are those symptoms, are they the symptoms or uh, of, of some sort of a paranormal activity? Uh, in other words, is there a causal effect or... Uh, I mean, how does that work exactly? If someone in the house is depressed or they're, they're, they're abusing drugs or alcohol, how does that work? Um, if for some reason it, 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 it appears that uh, it, it could be one way or the other. It can be that the shadow person is encouraging the activity uh, of the person to spiral downward, begin taking drugs, drinking, uh, all sorts of uh, things that, that are along uh, a negative route. Um, it's kind of like the devil sitting on your shoulder saying, oh, don't choose that way, go this way, come here, you know. Um, so it does seem to be uh, also that uh, these these negative things will, uh, how can I say, 
not only inspire but be the cause or you know a person is the negative thing that they're attracted to so it just it, it it's interesting to me when when people write me i've gotten thousands of stories from all over the world for years now and uh it's interesting to me when people know what the trigger is or they know what they were doing wrong that attracted the thing to come to them so i i always find that interesting you know it's like they're 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 asking me you know what is it you know what i did this one time or uh oh i just you know started you know getting into a lot of arguments uh with my my wife because i was cheating and i didn't want her to know and it's just like dude you already know what caused this you know what attracted this thing and and I always tell people too, it's um, if you don't know what what caused it, you know, it's a good idea to to try to figure out, you know, what was so darn interesting from the, you know that this negative thing came looking your way. So. Sounds like they're feeding off negative energy, which reminds me, I don't know if you're a Trekkie, but uh, it reminds me of that Star Trek uh, episode. And I'm talking uh, Shatner and Nimoy, not the Next Generation. Yeah, yeah. I'm that old. Uh, but it, it, it reminds me of that episode. It was called Day of the Dove, and and the the uh, this entity was was thriving off the the negative energy between uh, the the Federation and the Klingons. I, I, I won't take you know I won't take that metaphor too far. But anyway, it just occurred mm-hmm. to me. But the negative energy is 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 interesting. Now, give me a physical description uh, of these shadow people. Okay, for the record. Star Trek over Star Wars any day or night, okay? Um, <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> just letting it be known. I love my Star Wars, but Star Trek, I'm sorry. I'm just big-time Trekkie. Love it. Um, so, <laughs> um, you know, when it comes to the shadow people, I, on my website, HeidiHollis.com, I have a gallery of the different types and shapes and forms that the shadow people are seen in. Um, I personally witnessed <laughs> too many of them. Um, but to, to describe them, they are a black shadowy mass that can take on most any form. Um, sometimes you'll see them as a shadow cloud, um, a shadow streak. Uh, you'll think like a big bug went past you and you're like, hold on, there's no big bug in here. Um, then also you'll see them as a shadow cat, which ugh, I had some horrible experiences with that. Um, you'll see them as uh, probably my least favorite, shadow spiders. I saw them so often. It was absolutely terrifying, horrifying, and disgusting at the same time. Um, and then something that I... I shadow spiders. Are we ta- we're talking about... We're not talking about little tiny spiders here, are we? Are we talking about large shadow spiders? <laughs> you know, I've seen them as little, like many little black shadowy spiders, but I often saw them as things that were several feet across to a foot across... Um, I, I once looked up and saw one take up the whole ceiling of my bedroom, which was absolutely, I, I just can't even describe the kind of fear that, I mean, I felt like the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings, you know, with the spiders coming. Exactly. I mean, absolutely yeah. horrible. Oh, horrifying. That is um, worst nightmare uh, for many people. Truly. And, you, you know, probably the most common scenario that I woke up to was, you know, something hitting my bed and, you know, it darn shadow spider would have fallen from the ceiling and hit my bed and start crawling and with every step that it's taking to come towards my face it's moving the sheet or blanket i mean and then to wake up to that and just see these rows of eyes and i mean sometimes they were so distinctive there was just no mistake, and it's a giant freaking spider on me so, so you um, can perceive eyes i mean it's not just a black mass you can perceive 
uh, features. I could at times, not always, not always, um, but yeah. And um, I, I think probably one of the, how can I say, the, the most common form that they'll come in when they really mean business is something that I call like the head and shoulder shadow, not that they have a dermatitis issue, but <laughs> <laughs> it, they literally look like a man a really husky built man with its head directly connected to its shoulders and uh but i've I've heard of varying accounts of these kind of distorted looking shadowy uh, figures where they're really skinny and overly long neck or or something really odd Um, so they do stretch and distort at times and uh what's really horrific is when you see their glowing red eyes uh, beaming out from... Oh, yeah, that would be the capper for me. Uh, you yeah. had me at shadow people. We didn't need to get into the red eyes. However, we will uh, continue to discuss. I'm, I'm fascinated by what you mean. When they mean business, they send yeah. the head and shoulder people. We'll find out what that means exactly. Heidi Hollis is with us, truth seeker of the unknown. And her latest uh, book is The Hat Man, The True Story of Evil Encounters. Stay with us here on The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serra. Don't go away. Take a look around. What do you really see? This is where you can tell all about it. The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Heidi Hollis gave the Shadow People and the Hat Man their creepy names. And uh, she is here with us now. The website, HeidiHollis.com. H-E-I-D-I. Hollis. H-O-L-L-I-S. HeidiHollis.com. Uh, and her latest book is The Hat Man, The True Story of Evil Encounters. And there he is right there on the cover. Perhaps many of you uh, listening have seen The Hat Man. Uh, I, wanna, I, I do want to get back to the, uh, you, the what you mentioned before the break, Heidi, and that is when they get serious, they send the hat, the head and shoulder people. I, I want to find out what you, you mean about that. Well, let's, let's take care of that first, and then I, I want to I talk about all of these hat man sightings in England. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, when it comes to uh, the shadow people, the head and shoulder one is uh, kind of like their form that they really, really, truly are um, as they come out. So they could try to fool you and look like a black cat, uh, shadow spiders I mentioned earlier, and different shapes and forms, even black orbs I've seen um, that they'll take. So, But when they get spotted, when they get seen, when they don't plan on being seen, uh, which is like the first time that I experienced them, uh, they'll become quite threatening and uh, confrontational and take on this huge shape that I call the head and shoulder shadow form. Ah, okay. So tell me about your, your first encounter when you... Uh, it sounds like you're saying they were they were observing you, but they didn't intend on you finding them out, and they weren't happy about that. Exactly. Um, you know, the first one that I'd seen, uh, I actually saw it following myself and a good friend of mine as we were walking in broad daylight to her, her uncle's house from her home. And I was staying at her family's home at, at the time and walking along this path, and I'm seeing something in my peripheral vision, and I'm like, what am I seeing here? I'm seeing this black mass kind of jump from a tree to a bush and kind of following us along this path. And and my friend's just talking and walking and keeps on going, and I'm like, wow, you know, what is this? 
and uh, reach our destination. We'd come to come back, and uh, this darn thing followed us all the way back, doing the same thing. And by the time I reached her home, I was completely beside myself. I'm like, I don't know what it is that I'm seeing, but I just saw this black thing following us. And I, I grabbed a piece of paper, and I drew the head and shoulder shadow-looking thing. And, and I'm thinking my friend is just going to start laughing and, you know, oh, my gosh, this girl is nuts. And totally stunned me when she looks at the paper and is like, oh, that guy. Yeah, I don't know. He's been following me since I was a kid. Oh, hey, Dad, my look, word. This, the guy's back. <laughs> oh, my word. But, but, she didn't, like, but she didn't see it when you saw it. She did not. She did not at that time. And, uh, you know, this thing, oh, my gosh, it, I, I just, it's just absolutely horrifying. I was staying on the second floor of their, of their home, and it was an attic bedroom. And it's still broad daylight. I had to grab something soon after I drew this and, and pointed it out to uh, my friend and uh, go upstairs. Didn't need to turn on the light. The, the, the first room you go into is completely black. There's no windows or anything. But my, my bedroom door was open. And there was light still coming in from these very low uh, windows. I go in there, grab what I needed to, went to turn around to leave the room, and lo and behold, that darn thing was there, blocking my way out of the room. And um, The head and shoulders guy. The head and shoulders guy. I mean, he must have been eight feet tall. I don't know. He was huge. And I just cannot even describe the amount of terror that hits a person when something out of a horror movie is there before you. And I just knew somehow it's like, if I swing at this thing, it's going to get me. If I run, it's going to get me. <laughs> and I, it's, weird, it's a really strange thing to say, but I felt that this thing wanted to rip my throat out. And, and I knew it wanted to kill me. Did it, it make any threatening, my fear did it make any threatening gestures? No, he, you know, he was hulking over me. He was literally, you know, just, you know, like, just burrowing over me. And I was, like, leaning back and, I mean, glowing red eyes and all. And I'm like, <sighs> I took a deep breath and I just kept a prayer rolling in my head as I closed my eyes. I knew if I didn't get out of that room, I was going to die, either passed out or something. And I just walked through it slowly steadily, methodically, and walk through it to get out of that room. And to get through that big, dark room in the next room was so difficult. It, I just felt it just heaving over me all the way. And by the time I reached the stairs, I mean, my legs were just jelly. I just fumbled all the way down in a thud. And my friend comes to the door and, you know, sees me like in this pile at the bottom. And, and she's like, are you okay? And I just had no air. And I'm just like, it, it's up hairs you know i i was i couldn't believe this thing was that upset that i'd seen it i didn't know this at the time but i i now see the pattern when these things get spotted uh and they don't want to be spotted they get really angry and they get really aggressive uh and so you literally passed right through this shadow person i, I did and i mean this thing was very uh like you could not see through it it was really really thick hmm. so are, are they are they do they have are they three-dimensional? Uh, do they have, you know, width and, and, and uh, depth to them? Or are they, or are they simply uh, two-dimensional? You know, it, at times uh, they can make themselves appear as of what they'd like, honestly. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes they just appear as a shadow on a wall. 
uh, other times they they're very much <laughs> they look very solid i mean it like like my shadow spiders um shadow cat experiences uh, just you know it really can fool you sometimes to thinking that it it's something seriously real and and uh, typically though you 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 spot them out of the corner of your eye for a fleeting moment and people may think well that's uh you know i don't know uh Maybe it's just macular degeneration, as I mentioned earlier, or it, they'll explain it away. But, but you, I mean, how if 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 you see one fleeting in the corner of your eye, I mean, how do you catch a glimpse of them? Is it is it tricky? You know, I, I, our peripheral vision is a little bit more sensitive to the differences between lights and dark. So I think that's why people initially will spot them out that way. But oftentimes you'll turn your head and they'll, they're still there. Um, they're getting bolder. Um, they're they're goofing up more, and as some people say, the veil is getting thinner between our world and theirs, and uh, so they're becoming more confrontational. Like I don't know to beat people into silence, choke them into silence, uh, scare them into silence. Hmm. Um, because I always say, you know, if you could see your enemy coming, I mean, you can <laughs> defend yourself. They like to hide for a reason. But but, but uh, you you were able to pass right through this one. So is it yeah. possible that they? I mean, has anyone ever been physically attacked by a shadow person? Oh gosh, yes. Tell yeah. me about they're, that. I think their favorite pastime thing is to jump on people's chests and choke them. Um, I, I and it's and it's interesting too. Now this is the sick part. So when they really want to rile a person up, and I mean, people will feel pin. They're being choked. Sometimes they see a black shadow on them. Other times they don't see anything, but those I've had this pattern, and several people that have written me about this, like, I didn't see anything on me, but you know how you could kind of see your shadow on the bedroom wall, and they would see this shadowy mass on top of them, on the on, cast on the wall. So it, it's, it, but the, the interesting thing, and it's, it's oddly fascinating that, uh, you know, these people, that this happens to repeatedly where they're being attacked by these things, which, which is, there's some people that get attacked more often than the next. And uh, it, it, the patterns follow a suit, I guess you could say sometimes, with why it is that it happens the way it is. But, and some of these people start to give up and give in, like no more screaming, no more panicking, no more fighting, and they just let go. Like, I'm going to die, and they, they kind of accept it. And the second that they do, the shadow person disappears. Like, well, this isn't any fun anymore. Like, they're, they're feeding off from that negative energy that they were getting out of this person. I, I always like to think that shadow people really dig amusement parks right underneath the roller coasters or uh, something. <laughs> yes. And just, you know, eat it all up or something. Uh, and uh, is there, do they make any sound? Uh, shadow people are not really known for being very talkative, but they do growl. Um, sometimes they're known to whisper. Uh, so I, I have had, I've actually had quite a few reports of them uh, whispering and uh, having a growl coming from them. And you mentioned this veil that's thinning uh, between this world and I mean, are, so these are interdimensional beings. Where where do you think they're coming from? Um, you know, I, I think that they are interdimensional, I think that they're able to come and go as they please, very much like alien beings do. Um, from the beginning, when I first started discussing the whole topic of shadow people, I came at it from someone who was not a ghostly investigator or anything like that. 
but from somebody who had seen UFOs and experienced a couple of odd alien creatures and how the shadow people are more mingled with aliens uh, in general. Hmm. So um, they're not originally from here. That's interesting. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the aliens in a moment, but I want to just circle back a little bit because you, you talked about <clears throat> the shadow people jumping on people's chests, choking them, and of course that sounds like another phenomenon that, that uh, we, we've talked about many times on this program, and that is, of Thank course, is the old hag syndrome. Oh, the old hag, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it almost sounds like the, 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 the shadow, now, you, and, and you mentioned aliens, it almost sounds like there is a common denominator uh, underpinning many uh, paranormal activities, whether it's old hag, whether it's the alien abduction phenomena. Are you suggesting that the shadow people are responsible for many of these? Yes, honestly, yes. Um, you know, a lot of people try to figure, you know, what is this, what is this element, what is this that's connecting uh, all these different forces. I mean, you hear the praying mantis aliens, you hear of the gray beings, you hear of the uh, the Nordics and, and grays and all that, all these different types of beings. And it's like, what's their agenda? What are they up to? And it, it's it's kind of a complicated story about what it is that, that they're doing fully and how they're all fully connected. But uh, it, it's it's kind of like they're on one side of the fence versus... <laughs> the good guys. So these are the bad guys, and the the communicator between them is the the shadow people, the the puppet master, I guess you could call it. But uh, it's something that I detailed in my book called The Secret War, uh, based on uh, their 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 connections, their 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 agreements, even I guess you could say. Uh, An it, agreement it seems- between. Uh, the the so-called aliens, because uh, I, I I get where you're coming from. I mean, I think mm-hmm. I don't think we want to call them extraterrestrials in this context, because uh, and I, which is what a notion that I subscribe to, uh, which gets you uh, taken off the Christmas card list from a lot of ufologists. Believe me, if you start talking about you know uh, demonic entities or interdimensional entities rather than extraterrestrials, they don't like that. The many in the UFO community. Uh, but you're saying there is some sort of a, uh, a what, a detente, a, um, an alliance between these shadow people and these aliens? Not quite an alliance between them, but more like they're a dominated species, these different beings that are being used to uh, infiltrate. Um, the agreements that go on are of their victims, <laughs> sadly. It doesn't seem like it would be something that a person would actually agree to, but when you... You think about it, it's like the, the invitation uh, to allow a vampire into your home. It's, it's like they need an ounce of agreement, and it doesn't matter how it is that they get it. And, and I always give the example of uh, you have a dream, and your, your sister's knocking at the door, and you, you get this feeling like, gosh, this doesn't seem like my sister. You're looking through the peephole, but you go against your better thoughts, and, and you open up the door anyways. Oh, it's one of the, those guys, and, you know, it's not your sister. Well, they got your permission. They cheated. It was a dream, but they got it, and uh, they kind of go with that. And people are like, well, I would never agree to such a thing. I'm like, well, who would? But uh, these things are, are grant- getting granted. These, these, these access points are getting granted 
without our knowledge. And they just need to be refuted and blocked and uh, not allowed anymore. Uh, we, we're coming up on a break here, but let's get the conversation started, and then we'll pick it up on the other side. Heidi Hollis is with us. We're talking shadow people. Uh, the um, And this gets into the the, uh, the topic of hat the hat man. Now, for, is the hat man the same type of entity? Is the hat man a shadow person? I made the mistake when I first started speaking of the hat man that I called him the hat man shadow, and uh, he is not a shadow person, and uh, I've been trying to take back that mistake ever since, and I'm doing doing my best, but he is not a shadow person. All right, on that note, we'll uh, reconnoiter on the other side, and you'll, uh, you'll spell it out. What is the hat man? What is the difference between the hat man and shadow people? Heidi Hollis stays with us on The Conspiracy Show. My name is Richard Serrett. Stay with us. You're listening to The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Welcome back. Heidi Hollis is with us. We're talking uh, shadow people, the hat man. And there have been a spate of sightings in the UK. They're calling him the spooky slender man. Is that the hat man? I believe it is the Hat Man. The Slender Man seems to me to be a fictional spinoff of actual Hat Man encounters. I don't know how that came about. I mean, they're, they're saying it was a fantasy-driven type of fictional character made up, but I, I don't know. But the Hat Man is something that's been going on for centuries, appearing all over the world, uh, doing the same thing, looking quite similar as he does still today. Sometimes, uh, back in the day, I mean, riding a black horse. He is uh, hes an entity that I was really, really reluctant to speak on for some time because I, it, was, it was so different from uh, shadow people encounters. Uh, and I had come forward and already spoken on him probably just being another form that shadow people could take because I had not seen him. And I still personally have not seen him. He's been seen behind me. He's been seen sitting next to me. He's been seen in a mirror uh, near me, and it's it's something that uh, I am lucky to not have seen. It's not like he hasn't tried to show up. I just wouldn't look at him. Mm. What is it about <laughs> I you? Give him that respectful fear he wanted out of me. What is it about you, Heidi, that that, that seems to attract these watchers or shadow people or hat man? You know, I'm happy to say that they hate my guts and feelings are mutual. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, it's, it's, uh, I think that they don't like that I'm informing people about their existence uh-huh. and how to get rid of them, protect themselves against them, and not take the crap that they dish out to them. Because what it is they're doing to people and, and disrupting their, their peace. I, I mean, you know, this is the, the, Another horrible element that I, I have to share when it comes to the hat man, he loves to go after children. Oh, dear. And I don't care how young. I, I have a, a person that wrote me. You know, some people that have that really freakish, like, memory, and they're really young, and, and I had a, a guy that wrote me who remembered when he was, like, 18 months old, and the hat man having taken him and grabbed him and his mother witnessing it and, and the whole horrific ordeal that, that occurred around it. I mean, it's... They can grab you. Oh, Hat Man does, yes. Oh, yeah. He can grab oh, you. Yeah. Oh, dear. Okay, so Definitely. let's spell it out. What is this Hat Man a character all about, and how is he different from Shadow People? The Hat Man wears clothes. Shadow People do not wear clothes. So when people send me pictures of Shadow People wearing clothes, I'm like, that's yes, yes, not a shadow person. Um, 
Uh, they'll take on different forms of, of animals and, and things, but they don't wear clothes generally. Um, hat men wear the three-piece suit. Uh, if you could see the details, some people see even the white shirt underneath, a chain watch on his hip, uh, a cape or a trench coat. Uh, he's been known to wear a top hat to a gaucho hat and even derby hats and cowboy hats. So he does mix it up sometimes. Uh, his presence is one that not just makes a person fearful, but makes them in fear of their very soul. Uh, his look, his glance, and, and without a single action coming from him, and to have people catch a glimpse of him, tipping his hat towards them. I don't know what's the deal with that, like an acknowledgement, I see you there, and I'm going to let you know I see you, and I got your number, and these people are scarred for life, and they're terrified that he'll show up again. He doesn't have to do anything. Shadow people, okay, people will catch a glimpse, and they're like, ooh, that was freaky. You know, it doesn't change their whole, you know, life around as uh, encounters with the hat man. And yeah, he's in your man, face. He's in your face. He's in your face, and he doesn't care if you caught him, honestly. And, and, and have have are there many documented cases of of people catching the Hat Man in the act of attacking their children? There have actually been uh, quite a few sent to me. I again, I have thousands of emails and stories of of him doing absolutely horrific things. Um, I think probably one of the worst that I, I'd heard of. This is this is just, I mean, I don't even know. So this is a girl. I want to say she was eight years old or something like that. She saw the hat man nightly who would come up to her. He likes to talk, by the way. He's very chatty. Oh, okay. We, and we will talk. Uh, the music is telling us it's time to, to break. Just okay. for a moment, we'll come back. Heidi Hollis will tell us about uh, these horrific hat man encounters with children, folks. He goes after the little ones. Be forewarned and forearmed, and uh, we'll give you some details on uh, how you can arm yourself, too. Back with more of The Conspiracy Show. Don't you dare go away. Different views make great conversation. This is The Conspiracy Show with Richard Serrett. Heidi Hollis stays with us. The Hat Man, the true story of evil encounters. Make no mistake, the Hat Man is evil. Uh, and you were telling us before the break, Heidi, that uh, he has no uh, problem with going after little ones. So, um, no, he does not. He, he has no limits. And one of the words that I heard was uh, of, a, of a young girl, about seven, eight years old. She kept telling her mother, you know, the hat man keeps telling me he's going to get me every night. Mom didn't believe her, locked her in her room, took her light bulbs out because she kept trying to keep her light on, and then wondered why she was so quiet this that night, goes in there, she slept on the top bed of her bunk bed, and was found dangling by her neck between the two very thin bars that were on her bunk bed. There's no way that she could have physically done that. Oh, dear Lord. They had to rip apart her bed, resuscitate her. As soon as she woke up, she screamed, he had me. Oh, she survived. So, okay. Yeah. That, he right. has no limits, and he really doesn't care. He apparently enjoys getting a kick out of scaring people to death and making them fear for their very souls. I tell people, too, you know, who feel helpless against shadow people, alien abduction, the hat man, anything and everything out of the ordinary that's negative, is to realize their human potential is nothing to be messed with because 
these things come like a thief in the night for a reason to take advantage when our guard is down. If they could take us on fully as who we are, they would come as we are. But no, they try to beat you down, come in your dreams and your nightmares, wearing you down. So when you see them, you really freak out. You feel helpless. Oh, I'm paralyzed. If you realize, hold on, they're just telling me I'm paralyzed. You're not paralyzed. I've not been paralyzed in in the presence of these things. I've been fortunate enough to be able to react, uh, including when some aliens came by and I picked one up and choked one. I'm sorry to say, but I did. Um, (laughs) Oh, you've got to tell me about your your close encounter. So there was an attempted alien abduction, but I'm guessing, you know, these are not aliens. These are not aliens. (laughs) Yeah, I woke up to hearing noise in my apartment. I lived alone. I, I thought somebody had broken in. I... I was adrenaline pumping. I'm like, oh my gosh, I gotta run for the door. I, I really thought something was gonna, gonna go on. And lo and behold, there's the, these creatures the size of a four year old going through my stuff. And I'm like, suddenly, you know, kind of the, the fear left me and curiosity's like, what the heck are these bald headed four year olds doing in my place? And, and I'm asking them, who are you? What are you doing here? And, and they're not responding. They turn and look at me. And I noticed that they are the typical gray alien beings with the big bulbous head, gray-colored, uh, big, dark black eyes, almond-shaped, and, you know, two slits for nostrils, a slit for a mouth, but their mouth was in the shape of an O, oh, like, oh, crap, you know, she's up. <laughs> and I grabbed my stuff out of their hands and I put this down. Nobody's answering me. And, and oh, it was just a crazy scenario. There were so many in there, and... Um, I that one of them had clothes on, suspenders, like a, a, a jumpsuit of, of a sort, and I grabbed it by its suspenders, and um, it turned out that that one didn't quite look like the others. This one was kind of a, a fleshy color with a little tuft of curly red hair on top of its head, big eyes, but they were human. And, you know, I'm, like, asking all these things, you know, who are you, you know, what are you doing here? Nobody's answering me. And I'd accidentally knocked one down uh, while I was going into my bathroom because the light was on and, you know, all these beings are in my apartment. And uh, that's where I grabbed that other one. And this other one got knocked to the ground. He was behind the door. And and that's when I hear this one on the ground answer my question. I'm your nephew. I'm your nephew. And I've got this one in my hands questioning it. And I'm like, look at this one on the ground, and I'm like, you're my nephew, and I watch this thing shapeshift before my eyes into my nephew with a baby blue suit and an afro. Now, my nephew was about the same age as I was, and he looked like when he was 10, I said, you're not my nephew, you look like him when he was 10, and he's in his 20s now. I'm like, what is going on here? You know, it was such a strange scenario, but the interesting part is, now, before this, I had seen the one definite shadow person that I saw at my friend's place and the next day nearly my place was infested with shadow people after these greys had left oh they and left I had, they yeah I wanted to ask you how did that end they just they left they, they you know I so I just got done choking this one right and I go to put it down on the ground because when I got a good look at it it looked like a kid you know but a distorted looking thing like a half human half alien hybrid and this thing was shaking so badly that I had picked it up and shaken it. I've never abused kids or anything. I felt bad. It felt like I just scared a kid. I went to put it down. I'm like, it's okay. I'm not going to hurt you. And Richard says, I'm not kidding. I offered it a cookie. Oh, <laughs> Lord. Go, 
<laughs> I went to go get it a cookie to calm it down. The poor little thing was freaking out. What, when I do, turned, you mentioned hybrids. I mean, are yeah. you, do you think that they are actually hybrids? Human? Oh, that one was. That one looked half human, half alien. Hmm. Same big bulbous head, flesh-colored, freckles, little tuft of curly red hair on top of its head, and big blue human eyes. Uh, that one definitely looked quite, quite human but awkward. And uh, when I went to go get the cookie to calm down this little one that I terrorized, um, all the others that were in my apartment had formed at the door into, like, a V. And I, like, you know, I looked at them like, oh, what are you guys up to now? You know, I've got, oh, four-year-olds are going to beat me up. Um, and, mm. and, like, at the count of three, they all leaned forward. And I don't know if they did a Vulcan mind meld, but I was back in my bed. And it was the next morning, and I'm like, whoa, what on earth? You know, what was this? It, I know they didn't get me. I don't know. You know, honestly, during a lot of the stuff that I've experienced, I felt quite protected, um, seeing a lot of odd lights in my apartments that would literally go after shadow people, a ball of light that looked alien in nature, attacking shadowy things and I mean, just just really, and that's why I called my book The Secret War, because I looked, it looked like I was experiencing a war in my apartment, and I had a college roommate who did a lot of the graphics that you're showing tonight, and uh, the things we were seeing, I had friends stay over just to watch the, the light show, you know, I'm like, what is this? I'm a college student, I'm just hmm. trying to get through school, and... Just experiencing the, the craziest things. Well, and, it's uh, funny you mentioned that. Uh, I, I remember seeing some NASA footage. Uh, I'm not sure if it was taken from the International Space Station, but we see uh, what looks like these UFOs sort of chasing each other. And, and I'm, I'm wondering that plus what's playing out in your apartment. Uh, are, you know, is this angels versus demons? Essentially, yes. You know, people call them different things, but it doesn't really matter. What was fascinating to me is later on, I got exposed to a more positive alien being who started communicating to my college roommate, who totally was, uh, she was Pentecostal, very religious, didn't want anything to do with any of this alien stuff, don't talk to me about it, God's on my side, all this stuff. And she essentially became almost like a channel to this alien out of nowhere who made itself available and I, I just I didn't know what to make of it at first I had been fortunate enough to have witnessed it before where people who were trying to be hypnotically regressed and instead of being regressed or recounting a, an alien encounter the alien started speaking through the person and, and it was just a, the strangest things and, and that's what happened to my friend and that's also in my book The Secret War and how this being made itself available and, and didn't just pour out answers. And, you know, we had to ask the right questions in order to get the right answers. And this stuff started coming forward about shadow people, what was going on, and, and you know, why my apartment was lighting up with activity. And, and it was just the strangest thing. Okay, and, I, we, uh, we just have a few moments, uh, Heidi, and I have to ask you, uh, because we've talked about the hat man terrorizing children we've talked about shadow people terrorizing people how do we protect ourselves well that's a, another area that i delve into with my books and writing and everything because having faith to be able to back up what it is that you're experiencing if you're seeing something the likes of the devil or demons 
you better hope that you got some faith behind you or you might as well throw a shoe at them. So that's why I have a, I have a slew of other books, uh, Jesus is No Joke, and uh, I have the other fword.com. I have another book coming out on, on faith. That's what that site is about. And just to, to get people to, to realize that they could call on whatever it is that they feel was positive in their belief and toss that at them. And I had to learn to go back to my roots of sitting on a church pew and being able to pull that faith up out of me to fight these things because it's amazing to me how they react to the name of Jesus. I don't I don't care if they're from another so-called planet, these aliens. You know, I'm like, Jesus didn't get out. And they leave. Hat man, shadow people, you know, but there has to be some oomph behind it. You got to have some faith behind it. And there's also uh, other processes that I explain in the book, uh, both books, Hat Man uh, book and um, uh, The Secret War and Jesus No Joke, on how you need to bless your home and, and, and learn how to pray differently. Don't take out time for prayer, make prayer happen all the time. You know, I have a book called Picture Prayers on how to do that. And, you know, people are like, well, why do you bounce back and forth? Isn't it confusing? You know, you're Christian and da da da. I'm like, no, it's quite clear. You know, there's good guys, there's bad guys. And you have to find the balance without getting all religious, guru ish, you know, but just keeping it real and on the level and, uh, you know, hoping that people learn how to take care of their, their souls and realize that they're there because these dark things are placing bets on us that we're not going to figure them out. But I've got to the info on them, and I'm willing to share, and I I do my best to try to help when I can. So I always welcome people to send their stories to me if you experience anything out of the ordinary, from holy encounters to shadow people. uh, Write me to dusoutlander, D-A-S, outlander at gmail.com, and I do read them off on any, uh, I do three radio shows, and I have a good time trying to help people on this stuff. Give us the email Uh, again. If I could do it in my sleep, I would. Give us (laughs) the email. Give us the email again, Heidi. Outlander at gmail.com, Outlander at gmail, and uh, HeidiHollis.com and the other fword.com. I'm a cartoonist as well, so I, I'm doing books with my cartoons and it, trying to get the message across. I, I have one for kids, uh, FickleFinders.com, talking about these different topics as well. All right, well. you wear a lot of hats, but you're not the hat man. <laughs> I am not, yeah. <laughs> All right, Heidi. Well, anything I can do, you know, to, to get the word out there without making this a freaky topic, but keeping it real, that's, All right. that's my goal. I appreciate your time. Thanks for hanging out with me, Heidi. Thank you. This was fun. Heidi Hollis. All right, uh, my thanks to uh, Matthew and uh, Albert. All of you listening at home, don't be afraid. There's nothing concealed that won't be revealed and nothing hidden that won't be made known. What you hear in the dark, speak in the light. What I say in a whisper, proclaim from the housetops. Move over, Aphrodite. I'm coming home. Good night. <laughs>